Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. We are going to have a fantastic episode. You guys know that I love featuring doctors who are doing amazing things inside and outside of medicine. And today I have the guest for you, Dr. Gia. And she is... She's fascinating. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but we are going to be talking about, you know, climbing the academic ladder, publishing, all of the things. And I, the first time I quote unquote met her, because this was virtually in the EntreMD Facebook group, and she talked about what she did. I was like, oh my goodness, if I was in academia, I would need you like as a matter of urgency. So I love what she does. I'm excited to get to feature her story and, you know, let's go for it. So Dr. Jia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Una. So it's my pleasure pleasure to be here and let me introduce myself. I'm Dr. Gia and I founded a company called Publish MD. And what I actually wanted to do was to help clinicians publish papers, build their authority and achieve their academic goals. So that's my mission for this um, company. But how I started was I did my research training, fellowship training, and came out not knowing how to write papers. So you you know how to do the study design, you do the project, but you can't get to the finish line. And so I was struggling so much for like two years and decided to pour myself into books, courses, anything I could lay my hands on to learn how to write papers. And so after that, I was able to find the secret recipe. Oh, this is what you need to do. The algorithm, what you need to do. And started teaching people, um, especially fellows on how to write papers and felt not fulfilled enough because I'm only helping the eight people at a time. And I just recall how I was just a few years ago. And I thought, what if I could help more people? What if I could give the secret sauce on, you know, how to write a paper? So I started this company and started a YouTube channel, just giving guidance on clinicians, how to write papers. I love it. That would have been a definite struggle for me. And so, you know, so my, my question would be, what, what is the importance of actually publishing papers? Like, does it matter if I don't like it? Can I just get away with it? You know, especially as a doctor in academia. Right. Publishing is publishing paper is the main currency in academia. We like, we like to say, oh, we can use other metrics, but the most objective one is an actual paper coming out with your name on it. And I like to kind of go back to etymology. I like to look at the definition of words. And when you see the word authority, it comes from the original author. So when you are a published author, you are naturally seen as an authority. And so people say, if you want to go up to academic ranks, you need to be a speaker. You need to be invited to, to talk. But people who get invited are authors because they already have authority. So it sometimes comes in this cycle. You publish paper, then you get more speaking opportunities. And when you have more speaking opportunities, you are more you, you build more authority. So it's all combined. It's not just one thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, so for you as a clinician, right, a board certified nephrologist who's written papers and all of this stuff, how has it made a difference in your career? Oh, for 
publishing papers set me up for many things. Number one, just the first paper is usually the biggest barrier. After that, then you are learning different processes. And in academia, it's not just one skill, it's actually multiple, multiple skill. And when you do that, you are working with other people. So it builds your network, number one. And number two, because when you publish more papers, you get more opportunities to work with others. And it snowballs into being able to get a grant. So because I was publishing a lot of papers, it honed my skills on how to think. It honed my skills on how to write and it honed my skills on being able to ask people because when I started writing, I needed to collaborate. And so now I kind of build like four or five skills. And when I wrote the grant, I needed to find new mentors outside of my institution. So I came out of my little shell that, oh, research is no, it's not a solo sport, but a, a group sport. Love it. Okay. And so you learned to think better. It created new opportunities for networking. And I like the part, and you know this, you know, little, not so little secret. You know, we work together. Dr. G is part of the EntreMD Business School and, you know, shining example of what is possible for physicians. And one of the things I've noticed about you is the speed at which you process thoughts. And so for instance, like what opportunities have this has this opened for you? And you did not know I was going to ask that question. And like, number one, number two, number three. I'm like, what did you do? Plan this before? You know what I mean? And you've done that even when we did the business makeover mastermind and I called you out and asked you a question like number one, number two, number three. I'm like, okay. So you, your brain is like this supercomputer. And, and you talked about coming out of your shell and all of that. And, you know, for me, I'm always fascinated by the fact that embracing challenges, when you embrace challenges, you get results, which is fascinating. But the most amazing thing is the person you become in the process. And it sounds like that's what you're talking about, right? I'm this person. I think differently. I have a bigger network. I came out of my shell. I came out of my little world and embraced all of this. So that is, that's fantastic. (laughs) Right. I I think it's also in parallel to business. Um, Sometimes we say you want to be a business person, not because you want to be a business. You actually transform into a different person. And so when I started publishing papers, I became somebody who thinks like an academic, somebody who wants to impact people. So it changed the person, the identity inside me. I love it. Okay. If you're an academic, you need to write. Okay. Now, is this something that a lot of people don't do? Do you have statistics on that? Like what percentage of people should be writing papers, want to write papers, but aren't writing papers, aren't successful writing them? What does that, what does that look like? So statistics on the writing, I don't know. But what I know is, I think several papers have published this. If you do not publish papers, you do not get promoted. So the more you have, the more likely you you get a chance of uh, getting promoted. Some institutions are very strict about you need how many numbers, you need high impact, uh, how many citations. Some are not as much, but it's still a criteria for many. And importantly, sometimes we need to think about why institutions care about that so that you you know why the incentive. Because if you look at all the U.S. ranked top hospitals, top medical school, 40% of the metric is on research and on publication. So you need to align your activities with the incentive of the institution. That way you, you know what to work on. There's no point creating your own metric when there are no incentives. Wow. And that's like, you know, we talk a lot about the 80-20 rule, right? And it's 20% of your activities that lead to 80% of your results. And so if you're in, if you're in academia, then that's high up on the 20%, the list of things in the 20%. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast is sponsored by the EntreMD Business School. We didn't get any business education during our medical training. And this school fixes that. It is the only school of its kind 
that helps physicians become thriving entrepreneurs who make money, have impact, and have time for the things that matter. You will get the coaching, accountability, and community you need to be successful. To find out more and to save your spot, go to EntreMDBusinessSchool.com. And now for the rest of the episode. So what is the number one thing that holds people back from being able to publish the way they should so they can get promoted? It's actually three things. Not knowing how to write, don't know what to write, and don't like to write. So actually there are three blocks. You know, I don't like to write, or they are creative, so they don't like the way academic writing is, or sometimes it's just the data. They, they don't know how to transform the data into an actual concise paper, the whole synthesis of, of just numbers into a cohesive argument. So that is, these three are the usual blocks with writing a paper. And someone listening is going like, and I have all three blocks, Dr. G, <laughs> yes, I have all three blocks. Right. And they're like, okay, I have all three. Where do I start from? So the person now is clear, you know, I've had this dream of where I want to be, the promotions I want to have and all of that stuff, um, the advancement in my career I want. I'm, I'm very clear on that. I realize I, you know, papers is something that I have to do to get there. And I realize I have all three blocks. So am I, is, is that the end for me? Do I need to, you know, step out and do something else? Or where can I start on my journey of going from this person who doesn't like writing, doesn't know what to write to that person who's competent and I produce papers on a schedule? You know what I mean? Right. So each part has a slightly different strategy. If you don't like to write, sometimes it's good to think about why. Is it because you had so many harsh criticism about your writing? Or maybe it's every time you get a paper rejection, it beats you down so much that you, you can't write anymore. So really finding out the reason. I do have a YouTube channel just going through all these, so you can watch that. But just in, in brief, knowing the reason, if you don't know how to write, that you have even go back to the basics, like talk to your mentors, talk to your team. What does the result mean? What does the data mean? So you need to understand that before you can even come up with an idea. And finally, how to write? Here, you have skills building. As Dr. Una said, competence. When you build skill, you if you don't know, you actually have to build the skill on how to write. What, what sections you need, not just the, the headings, but whole idea, the whole concept. Academic writing, you need to have an argument. What are you trying to prove while giving evidence. Okay. Now that sounds like a lot, but you do, you have a YouTube channel where you, you've produced, I guess, a video a week since January at this point, right? So we're talking about five months of content. And I will tell you, I'm not in academics. I am not going to write a paper, but your videos are so good that I just watch them. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I watch them. I learn stuff. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not going to use them in that way. I mean, you know, you know me, I'll pull out lessons from anything, but they're really good. And so I wanted, I want you to talk to the person who's thinking of writing papers who has done one, is not really doing anything anymore. What is the reason why they should go subscribe to your YouTube channel and start following? you now. So the main reason is I I make, I design this for the clinician in mind because that's my struggle. So I know it's always being busy and I created the videos in, in short, like three to seven minutes so that it's digestible. And usually I kind of cover not just the bare bone basic. There's other YouTube channels, they are talking about research, but targeted towards a student who just wants to get their paper out. I, I'm going more on the higher level. Like if you want to be an academic, you, you need to put this in. So that's the reason you should subscribe to my channel. 
Yeah, subscribe. It's really good. I'm telling you, I have, I'm not going to write a paper, but, but I do listen. They, they are really well done and a lot of detail and, you know, dealing with a lot of aspects. So, so that's really, that's really good. Now, for what is your dream for the academic world as far as, you know, everybody being able to put out papers, some percentage of people being able to put out papers, how many papers do they put out a year? Like, what is your dream in a perfect world? What's your mission? So my mission is I always think about impact because number one, if I can help, when I help a patient, it's only one-to-one. And when I can publish paper, it's maybe one-to-many, one-to-hundred, one-to-thousand. But if I can help hundred, thousand, and billions of doctors publish papers, I can only imagine how you're going to move science forward, how you're going to help the patients. So I don't know the number, but if I can just help a thousand doctors publish more papers and kind of get them rolling, that would be my ultimate vision. Ah, I love it. Yeah, a thousand is a good number because that's a big impact. So someone is listening and is like, man, I'm grateful for this interview. I've already hit subscribe on the YouTube channel, but I really do want to connect with Dr. Gia even more. Where can they find you? You can find me at my website, publishmd.com or email me at info, I-N-F-O at publishmd.com. And I'll help you get unstuck. She'll help you get unstuck. I love it. You do sound like a pretty confident person because sounds like and she just started the business like that. And it sounds like she has no challenges or no struggles at all. Somebody's listening and they're like, I've wanted to start a business or there's something I've overcome and I want to help other people do the same thing. What would you tell that person? So I, I know this is tricky because when you have a career and then you want to start a business, I say two things. One is think of a business that aligns with your job or your life or your mission the most. That way you're not pulled in two directions. And when you're doing one thing, you're actually doing two things. For me, when I am thinking or doing research about my YouTube video and research how to write paper, I'm also benefiting myself because that means the next time I write paper, I'm like, oh, this is what I need to do. Or when I come up with uh, my, when I do my research or write my paper, then I have new ideas and, oh, this is going to benefit my my business. So I think the best way to start something new sometimes is just to go one step forward beyond what you already do. That way it's not so uh, such a big shift, such a big task to carry. I love that. Right. It's all congruent. Right. And so when you do one thing, you're you're doing the other thing. And I think you and I are similar in that way because I you know, I have a private practice and then which is clinical and then business. And then I have a business training doctors on how to start businesses. Right. And so every time there's a challenge, a podcast episode comes out of that or you, you know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, they, so they feed each <laughs> other. You know, so when I'm working on, on the practice, you know, I'm working on EntreMD and when I'm working on EntreMD, I'm working in the practice. So that's I love the way you articulated that. That's that's 100% true. I, I love it. Okay. So on the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, um, we talk about this being a movement, kind of like what you're doing, right? I want to help a thousand doctors, you know? And I'm like, there's a million physicians, okay? We've complained about what is going on for a long time. We've played the victim. We've done all that. We're done. And we're like, there's a million of us. If we don't like it, there's strength in numbers. We'll fix it. And so because of that, I tell the doctors, I'm like, listen, you listen to this podcast. But I want you to share it with another doctor in your life. Like share it with all the doctors in your life. Your story should be shared with everybody in academia, period. And so what would be the reason you'll tell someone listening right now? Like this is the reason why you must share this episode. Uh, So you must share this episode because in academia, 
writing paper doesn't just, it's not just about the promotion. It's about changing the whole ecosystem in research, in science, and it also changes you. So that's the two main reason that benefits you. But as Dr. Una says, it's also a movement, not just in academia, in science, but in medicine, how we can actually take charge of our lives. No more complaining. If you, if you want something different, if you want to take away burnout, we need to be taking the front seat. We should be the one driving, not, not let others uh, decide. So share this episode and this podcast too. Love it. Love it. Okay, people, you heard what the doc said, share the episode. If there's burnout and all of these things, we should be driving the change. And Dr. J, I want to say thank you for what you do. I've always been impressed, so impressed <laughs> by what you do. Thank you that you do that. I know that it does make a huge difference. And if you're here and you're in academia, you struggle with writing papers and all of that stuff, she's a real deal. Go check her out, check out her stuff, listen to her YouTube channel. You get a ton of stuff out of that and, and connect with her on her website and social media and all of that. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Dr. Una. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Take Likewise. Care. Okay, people. So there's it. Go share the episode. Go take some steps. Make your stuff better. And I will see you on the next episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself. So I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement changing medicine one podcast episode at a time.